0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. This is the Career Insights Podcast, brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team. Hello and welcome to Career Insights. I'm Katie Baker, Industry Relationships Consultant with the University of Southern Queensland and I'm here to help connect our students with opportunities and make connections in industry. Here on Career Insights, we are here to help you realise your career goals. We've got all the best tips on careers and employability, as well as insights from industry professionals and USQ alumni. We're here to help you break down barriers, have those career conversations, and become the most employable you can be. Coming up on today's show, we'll be diving into the world of careers in agriculture. Joining me on the show today is USQ alumnus and passionate researcher into careers in agriculture, Nicole McDonald. Thanks for joining me on the show today, Nicole. No worries, Katie. So, Nicole, um, you work in the agriculture area looking at careers and that. How did you get into the ag industry and what were your influences?
1: Um, So I definitely took the road, um, the long road into agriculture. So I'm 39 and I've only been working in agriculture for about five or six years. Um, I was one of those uh, people who finished high school and didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I had a couple of attempts at university. So I tried teaching. Um, if you have a look at my academic transcript, it's pretty colorful. I think I left uni at one stage with a GPA of three point eight five um, clearly worked out that I wasn't as interested in teaching as I needed to be to be motivated to study hard but um,
0: I can understand that I was a teacher in a former life
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but came back. Um, part-time studying psychology and loved it and kept going through that through honours. And in my honours year, I sort of realised that I didn't really want to be a clinical psychologist, but I loved the research portion of of my work and I loved um, the psychology of working or how we help people lead better lives at work. We spend so much time in that context that we need to really make sure that um, it's time well spent and we're, you know, safe, happy, healthy and all of those sorts of things. Um, And then uh, had no intention of getting into agriculture, but the opportunity to do a PhD um, looking at job satisfaction for farm workers uh, presented itself. And I seized it. Um, Often people will study PhDs um, or or research an area that they're particularly passionate about. Um, I definitely was sort of the flip side of that is I took an opportunity and gradually kept being drawn in and further in and falling more and more in love with the industry. And, um, yeah, so it was being open um, to trying new experiences that really got me into agriculture and now I wouldn't be anywhere else.
0: Because you're not from a farming or agriculture background, are you?
1: No, no. So my mum's a teacher and a uni lecturer, well, she was, and my dad had a news agency. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, really no sort of ag background there at all. Um, But from my first conversations with um, some interview participants hearing them talk about their work um, and how much they loved it, it was just the enthusiasm was infectious and I just knew I needed to be a part of it.
0: And I love that that I am from a rural background, so I am off a farm um, sort of four hours west of Brisbane. So for me, I love hearing that people, they don't need to come from that background to still have an appreciation and a love of it.
1: Yeah, not at all, not at all. And in fact, I think agriculture, I my experience was that I was really welcomed in. Um and every little opportunity that sort of crossed my path, I'd put my hand up and and be like, Oh, I don't know whether I'm the right person to be doing this, but I want to have a go and this is what I think I can do. And um I just had so much support and was backed by people. Um, Straight away, and so it's just really allowed um, me to find my purpose and passion in life.
0: So, why is career and workforce development important in the agriculture industry?
1: Yeah, um, so I think um, one of the reasons I think career and workforce development is important in every industry. But I think when I was starting out in ag in 2014, 2015, um, they were in a real boom cycle. So um, they'd come out of sort of the millennium drought and were struggling to bring people back into agriculture. Um, And then obviously very recently in the last few years, we've had like a devastating drought in the industry and we've seen, you know, people have to, find jobs elsewhere and I think it because of that boom and bust cycle it is the kind of industry that you really need to have the tools to be able to navigate a a tumultuous career and perhaps the uncertainty in agriculture is a little bit more obvious Um, certainly COVID this year has upended a number of industries and and everyone's sort of um, seeing just how precarious some of our um, work structures have been Um, So in that respect, I think there's actually a lot that, um, you know, it's not so much me bringing ideas into ag. I think there's a lot of ideas we can take from ag for navigating careers that could be applied to other industries.
0: And I think, as you mentioned, it's all been upheavaled. And it's, again, one of those industries that are now currently looking for people um, because whether it be due to border closures or lack of backpackers, um, um, How do we sort of get people back into that ag industry, do you think?
1: Yeah, so I think there's a couple of different strategies that we can use. And I think the first one is um, you mentioned before, Katie, like there are a lot of people like me, Who would know nothing about agriculture unless we have a chance opportunity to sort of interact with it so that I think there's a lot of people out there in cities who would find really rewarding careers in agriculture but they're just it's not even on their radar so I think um, to get it onto people's radar um, certainly getting ag good quality ag education in our schools is really important to sort of get kids um, understanding that, you know, this is a vital industry in Australia, um, that it's exciting and dynamic and there's a lot of different things that you can do um, in it. Um, and the other thing I think we need to do is really uh, drill down into um, people's transferable skills and how they could be used or explored in agriculture. So ag is truly a multidisciplinary industry. I think you could just be studying just about anything and, and come into ag um, i mean more recently we've seen pilots who can't fly anymore finding really great careers as um, high-tech machinery operators um on farms during harvest you know like their skill set is highly valued in agriculture and, and you know that, that's an example of you know a transferable skills um yeah uh, you know, people being able to find rewarding career opportunities there. So I would urge any USQ aviation students to pick up an ag elective in their degree. (laughs) Um, It just might, um, you know, help you um, sort of traverse that uncertain career a little bit easier.
0: (laughs) And there's always that, um, as you say, transferable skills, and it's not just about, like obviously we've got a shortage of backpackers at the moment, so it's not just about picking fruit and... um, onions and things like that or going out doing the harvest drive there's a lot of Mm. other different careers out there and like yours you've gone down that path as a researcher um Mm. how do we encourage people maybe to go down that research career path
1: yeah i think the biggest challenge for me going down the researcher path has been that there is no linear career for me and um i have to be really proactive and almost entrepreneurial in how I approach my career to try and find the next opportunity or the next project. Um, So developing those skills are really important for anyone (laughs) applying to a research career. The trade-off is that I get to do really challenging, interesting work. Um, But yeah, I, I would certainly encourage people to, you know, get a handle on, on what their transferable skills are really understand that and and work out how they can be applied in a number of contexts mm. but yeah as a researcher I've definitely had to um, develop those skills yeah.
0: and would you have also not coming from an AG or um, sorry an AG background build up your networks to be able to have those conversations like with in yeah yeah.
1: Absolutely, hugely. So what I used to do, like, because I am a terrible networker (laughs) or I just have a lot of anxiety around it, but I would go out to field days. So quite often a lot of ag industries will have a field day where they, you know... um, get busloads of people like all different farmers around the district or researchers out to a farm to have a look at what's going on with the latest and greatest and you know have a barbecue and I would literally just go along to those and listen and chat to people and it's one of those things where you hang around long enough you get to know a few people and um, yeah I just I'm a big fan of like showing up where your people are. So, yeah, any sort of like event or networks, just, yeah, give it a go. Oh, I was so nervous that I, I actually printed up a shirt, a T-shirt that said, um, you know, CRDC research student, I'm interested in this on the background because I just hated the thought of introducing to my, myself to people. So I was like, oh, people will just, you know, ask me about the shirt now. So. And, and did that work? <laughs> Yeah, it did actually. And people were really nice about it. Like, um, yeah, because networking can be challenging, but it is one of those things where it's always toughest at the start. And then um, if you can just persist in showing up and, um, yeah, eventually sort of start to feel like you belong a little bit more.
0: And then you can talk the language and then it becomes easier. Yeah. 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 And and how do we... (laughs) And, you know, you're out there, you're networking, <clears throat> excuse me, you're building your relationships. How important is it then to collaborate with others in the industry? So maybe like across different industries or, um, you know, your cotton and your wheat or whatever, however it might work. How important is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, collaboration is hugely important in agriculture, like I said before, because it is a, a multidisciplinary um industry and some of the problems that ag faces are really complex and um they actually need a lot of different angles so like I come looking at things from a vocational careers perspective I um you know I'm I met a woman who um is a highly respected HR professional within the cotton industry and I've learned so much from her because she can give me that sort of that perspective from her lens and then I've met someone else who's an entomologist who does a lot of career stuff as well and I've learned a lot from her about how you know their jobs work and how their sort of um, career progression works from them Um, yeah I think collaboration is really important and it's important for that networking side of it I think to genuinely build your network you need to be looking at how you can give back or add value to to what people are already doing in, in the industry. Um, and yeah, so that served me really well. And I've been really lucky to sort of build some good collaborations with people.
0: Great. Well, do you have any uh, tip for our students or people going out into the profession, out into that industry? Um, I
1: would just say uh, be proactive, do your homework, um, be enthusiastic and just, yeah, persist, like um, it's one of those industries where I think there is a lot of opportunity to do job crafting, so that idea of bringing your strengths and skill sets and eventually moulding a role around yourself. Um, I I find that regional and rural Australia, perhaps because they don't have as easy access to a lot of things we do in the city, you know, no one's coming to save them, they're going to save themselves. So that proactive attitude is really um, valued by the industry and um, I, you'll find a lot of support if, if you if you come in with that right attitude.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, um, Nicole. That's just been fabulous. I really loved your the job crafting and also show up where your people are. So thanks so much for those tips today.
1: No worries, Katie. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> that was Nicole McDonald, USQ alumnus and passionate researcher in careers and agriculture. Thank you for joining me today on Career Insights. And thanks again to my guest, Nicole McDonald, for taking the time to speak with me. Career Insights is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland and it's produced by USQ creative arts student Byron Quayle.
1: High achieving Year 12 students who put the University of Southern Queensland first on their QTAC application could become rewarded. Automatic scholarships up to $29,000 are on offer. Make USQ your first choice and join the number one university in Australia for graduate starting salary. Visit usq.edu.au slash become rewarded for more details.